Welcome to Burp. I just drank like eight gallons of Diet Mountain Dew. Or not Diet Mountain Dew. Diet Dr. Pepper. Uh. Oh, I got... The <laughs> I maxed out the microphone. <laughs> Gross. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to recreate the hollow back meme with my burp. <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, uh, this is my shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it. Uh. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, grrr. Hello and thanks for coming UK. My name is Seth. What is yours? Hello, Jamal is here. Hi, it's Stony. Hey everyone, we're back, back, back again. We're still alive, still cis white or cis men reporting on Drag Race, still underqualified apparently. <laughs> yeah, I ain't white. Y'all is just a reminder. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're back broadcasting to you in English. Who knows what language we'll be at next week? But we're back. <laughs> we're loving life. I got back real late last night and didn't get a lot of sleep, so I'm feeling kind of crazy tonight, so I apologize. Ooh, the queen's on tour and she's home. How was the trip? (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. The trip was so fun, except for Florida sucks. (laughs) Like the actual place. Sorry, Florida. Sorry. It's like my two least favorite places is the entire state of Florida and Las Vegas. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So hopefully we're not big in either of those places. (laughs) yikes that's where we saw lady gaga that's the only thing that got me to las vegas is lady gaga (laughs) fair that's fair uh but yeah no it was fun it was just real hot and the main purpose of us going there was to go see elton john because i was supposed to see him last november if you've been listening for a long time you knew that he canceled his concert and i was really sad and this was the rescheduled date for his concert and uh, me and my mom and my dad went and we had really uh, excellent seats uh, perched in the 100 level on the directly the, across from the stage. Nice. And um, it was really cool. He had no opening band, which was really awesome. <laughs> oh, right into hmm. it. Yep. He came out. He gave five minutes for everyone to get settled down at eight o'clock and for all the stragglers and then he came out and he played for just about three hours wow that's a good show no intermission (laughs) wow not bad for a man his age the queen still got it (laughs) he sure does like my dad was like grumbling about it the whole time because he's seen he's seen elton john more than me um maybe Uh like around four times or five times and he's like oh we have to see elton john again like he like my mom likes him more than my dad does Uh, okay but after the concert my dad was like that was the best concert i've seen of his like he was like raving about the show and i was like all right cool (laughs) oh good good so he had fun everybody had a good time then everyone had fun the concert was super cool i um posted a video of it because during one of the songs one of the background videos was including some of our favorite queens from rupaul's drag race nice and some of the pit crew members (laughs) Ooh, trade yeah they had this really funny skit and it was called uh was for the song the bitch is back of course 
And the main B-I-T-C-H was Morgan McMichaels. <laughs> oh, how fitting. Obvi. <laughs> and um, other queens that were included were Eureka O'Hara and Mor- uh, Mayhem Miller. And then I also saw Valentina and Ooh. someone else. I forget now. I think there was one or two other queens in it. But yeah, so then basically... Morgan gets like the two pairs of the queens to like fight each other and then they like she just like watches from the side while they while they fight. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, then they like the girls throw themselves in the pool. Some of them lose their wigs and it's just like no. wrestling in the pool. <laughs> weave down, weave down. <laughs> it was really funny. It was so cool to see that. Like cause I wasn't really expecting it at all. I was like, I know who the, all like all of those people are. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That is fun, especially if, like you said, you're not expecting it and you got that extra little bonus because you are a Drag Race fan. Yeah. And how cool for Elton to include them all. Yeah, very cool. The queens are booked and blessed. Yes, they are. And another cool thing at the concert, too, was he talked about his AIDS charity foundation. And if you've been listening for a long time, you also heard me talk about in our Gay Cons episodes. So if you haven't listened to mm-hmm. that, you know, scroll back a little bit in your feed. Yes. Um, and I talked a little bit about his foundation and like how awesome it is that he's really fighting for AIDS research and you know just to get him to hear him talk about that a little bit was really great you know he's just kind of saying things like you know it's 2019 there's no reason people should be dying from AIDS anymore we have all these medicines and we're trying to get them to like um you know places like third world countries and places that can't afford them and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so i don't know i just got a little bit teary-eyed just from his message alone but also the fact that he's like saying this in fucking you know trump's penis like the republican penis of the united states and florida (laughs) (laughs) um but you know just in such a red state like to get to hear him talking about you know hiv and aids research and um, kind of promoting that message was like kind of emotional to hear so I really enjoyed that and I took a little bit of a clip so I'll probably post that somewhere for you all to listen to very cool what a moving experience it was it was super fun super not excited to be back at work but you know YOLO <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you work. guys what have you guys been up to these days <laughs> trying to adjust still to being in the new place i think that we're mostly getting settled just trying to um get final things unpacked and figure out what's next really but i'm back on like a workout schedule i feel somewhat normal day to day again so that's nice <laughs> yeah skinny legend <laughs> trying what about you stony what's new with you besides shaving your beard <laughs> yeah i have a nice trimmed beard right now boo bitch um, you look so dapper <laughs> so dapper um uh. <laughs> i don't know my week has been pretty much the same just trying to get like um over the weekend we were trying to get everything unpacked because we still had lots of boxes <laughs> yeah um that type of thing really just trying to get more settled and figure out where things should go so but yeah it's been pretty good friend of the pod nick was here over the weekend he was in town seeing tool wow how uh (laughs) ironic for a heterosexual man (laughs) (laughs) i didn't mean to set you up nick sorry well here we are (laughs) 
JK. I know uh, that's like the like I don't know what to call it, like the like super big hype tour because they've been broken up for a long time, I think. I don't know. I'm not a tool fan. I mean, I used to like listen to their song Schism in like the early two thousands, but that's all I got. Yeah, people seem to be excited about it, so I never I never figured that one out, but <laughs> I've heard they're good. <laughs> it's like the national, I think. You're so polite. Yeah, I don't I just can't. I mean, I've national. heard they're really good. I just I never took the time to like really try to listen to them. Yeah. I don't know. I think you have to be on like shrooms or something. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're like the Joe Rogan podcast right now. We're like, let's talk about Tool. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like truly unlock your potential in order to understand the music of Tool. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys we're changing our demographic we're only talking to straight people yeah (laughs) hello hi diddly do everyone and thanks for coming (laughs) are Um, you like ned flanders or something basically (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys well this has been real uh let's go ahead and take a change of turn and get super gay again And we're going to talk to you about the sixth episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. All right, girls, I've arrived. (laughs) 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 Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. Anyways, we're back and we are here to recap episode five six six (laughs) what's happening now we're on two hands now yay i'm a big girl (laughs) so yeah so we're back to recap this most recent episode of rupaul's drag race uk for you and girl this one there's a lot to say here and there will be a discussion about rigor morris at the end of our recap (laughs) Uh oh, I had a feeling that would be a topic. <laughs> yes, girl. But let's start at the top with Crystal. Um, she has shattered and been eliminated from the competition. <gasps> the crystal gem, Crystal, has shattered. She's no more. Rest yeah. in peace. And I loved her goodbye message. It was just like, <laughs> you're a bunch of like talentless witches. <laughs> <laughs> you all suck. <laughs> That's like some like message that Stony would leave if he was on the show. That's totally sure. a message Stony would leave. <laughs> <laughs> so at the beginning of the episode, they have all gathered on the couches after the elimination and viv is asked if she won the reading challenge would she have picked the same group she says yes to cheryl and doesn't know who she would pick from the remaining girls and davina is does not like that she is not being recognized as the oldest most experienced drag queen in the competition i know i'm just i understand davina but i mean you just have to let it go and just show the girls like you have been because yeah. it's like they're just on different wavelengths that way. Like I get that Davina wants that respect. Anybody would, but they're just not, I don't know if they're thinking about it in a shady way. Like I don't, I'm not getting shady vibes, but I see why Davina would be upset. I just, 
I don't know. I feel like Davina's going about this all wrong. Like she's got to let it go. Yeah. Just let it go. And then go into your confessional and be like, these bitches don't think I can do anything, but I'm going to win this fucking challenge. Like that's what she should be doing. And then slay the house. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Davina DeCampo is so old. How (laughs) old is she? (laughs) Davina DeCampo is so old. I heard that she had a hip replacement just to perform better in this competition. (laughs) this is the reading challenge part two girls (laughs) oh my gosh but for real i think this is the episode where davina DeCampo is just being a massive diva yeah she's just got to get out of those fifis a little bit and just move on like who cares what anyone else thinks just bring your craft and art and do the best you can i mean and it even gets worse during the untucked i know i'm going out of order but she (gasps) again like (laughs) during the untucked she was like so annoying it's like shut up davina like everyone knows (laughs) that you're like fine in acting challenges (laughs) Did you know that I can sing in five different languages and do the splits and lick my pussy at the same time? Mm, yes, bitch. Work. <laughs> okay, we get it, Davina. We got you, girl. Gosh, yeah, it's just kind of hard to watch because I I feel like most of us have been there in some way in our life, but at some point you just have to let go and do what you do. Yes, and just to have a fair discussion, do you think that Davina is being overlooked in the competition? Is there any validity to her claims? I mean, here's the thing. So later in the episode, Vivian does reference Baga as one of her, you know, the top competitors that she would be afraid of losing against or however you know what I'm trying to say I don't think that Davina is being overlooked purposely I just think that with any group situation it can kind of get a little clicky and people will form their favorites whether that be consciously or unconsciously I mean I guess I could see a case that she was like slightly overlooked but now like she just won't shut the fuck up so like of course she's not overlooked now because everyone just like hears her talking about how great she is at everything. Yeah, and I guess that's how I feel because she's had moments where she's knocked it out of the park and has shown what she can do. So what's the big deal? Yeah, I think honestly, like she's been sort of flying under the radar for the Mm -hmm. majority of the competition till now like i mean obviously she had some really standout moments she got her repeater badge yeah um she you know but now she's like well i'm being looked over and this is my redemption like arc basically to the finale that's a fair assessment i think um there could be some of that I'm the old queen. I'm the older queen storyline coming in here. So I need, you know, respect your elders. But I don't think that it's been derogatory or dismissive in any way. They're just kind of like, okay, girl, we get it. Sorry. I yeah. mean, she, she's basically been at the top, the, near the top the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like maybe not the top, top person, but like the top tier group. Under the radar is a good way to say it. She hasn't been at the bottom of the barrel, but she's definitely, you know, she's doing more than floating. Right. And I have to say that I loved Cheryl breaking the fourth wall when they were having their little disagreement. (laughs) She's just like looking right into the camera like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Here we go again. My goodness. That was 
gold. <laughs> that was good. All right. So to move on in today's mini challenge, the girls play a game called BBC. Not like that, you nasty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so the queens have to guess boxers, briefs, or commando as to which undergarments the Brit crew is wearing. Whoever gets the most correct guesses wins. I love these games. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a favorite Brit crew member? It's so hard to choose. <laughs> I didn't know that I would have to choose. Can I pick them all? <laughs> yeah. The tall one's cute. Yeah. I think the one RuPaul has dubbed Big Ben is my favorite. Oh, yeah. That was him, right? Yeah. We're on the same wavelength. It's a good looking bunch, but yeah, he's the one I remember. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Lots of sexy ones. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, they are doing their competition. I really liked the moment where with Blue Hydrangea where Rue's like, focus harder. Now harder. <laughs> and she's just like kind of playing along with Rue. Like it was just like such an adorable little moment, I thought. <laughs> I know. Blue has such good rapport with Rue. Just their back and forth is always um, comedic and gold, in my opinion. Yeah, I I love Blue. I wasn't that high on her at first in the beginning of the season, but now I'm just like in love with Blue. Splish yeah. splash, bitch. <laughs> and I would like to state for the record that I have been on board with Blue Hydrangea for the whole season. So, you know, if you're keeping score at home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the record reflects. <laughs> I was wrong about Blue. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Stenographer, can you read back the last couple sentences? <laughs> It's in the minutes. I would like to delete that from the record, please. Nope, it's been recorded. (laughs) It's been recorded. Too bad, bitch. (laughs) So out of this competition, in the mini challenge, the winner is Davina DeCampo. Come through, storyline. Yes, storyline. She got, what, five out of six? Yes, five out of six. Mm, Signs of a seasoned queen. Yes, girl. She spent lots of time looking at those VPLs. <laughs> uh, it is sweatpants season. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> and her prize is winning a call with American Queen Katya. Ugh. I love this. Like, what a prize. You know, we all love Katya on the show. I feel like they're very similar personalities. So it was like perfect for Davina to be able to, you know, get to have that time with Katya. Yeah, and I think it's something that was needed, too, because, you know, bullshit aside, whatever Davina's going through, she needed that that prize. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you need a little bit of reassurance, you know, yes. that you're doing the right thing. You know, you can be the baddest bitch alive, but, you know, sometimes you just need that extra encouragement. Yep, that little kick. I thought um, Katya's explanation was so, like, awesome, too, where she was just like, you just have to pretend to be like, this is your, like, one-woman show or whatever, and everyone's here to see you, and everyone else is just in the audience. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That was a great way to explain it, definitely. Yes, I agree. So then we move on into the maxi challenge, and the girls have to create and market their own brand of bottles of water. This is fun. I was excited to see what angles the queens approach this challenge. Yeah, it's no Alaska's tucking tape, but, you know, (laughs) it was still entertaining. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoyed it. 
So the girls then go to their tables to plan what their angle and name of their bottled water line would be. And Cheryl Hole is having trouble finding her angle with her commercial. Bag of Chips says that Cheryl is really struggling in the competition and she needs this to be her week or else. Yeah, she's kind of just like, she hasn't won yet. This is like her moment. It's the top five. She's got to do something or the judges will definitely notice. Definitely. We're still setting up the the whole end of the episode here. (laughs) (laughs) So then RuPaul comes into the workroom with a roaring, hello, Gavna. And I wanted to kill myself again. <laughs> they've got to give Mama Ru some more lines. Next season of Drag Race UK, they've got to give her some new lines. Yeah, if you guys want to help us out, feel free to tweet us some different lines for RuPaul to say as she comes into the workroom. And we will do our best to retweet them and try and get them going. <laughs> Ooh, good idea. I'll retweet them on my um, personal tweet too. Yeah, let's please help us because I'm tired of hearing her yell, hello, Govna, as she comes <laughs> into the room. <laughs> It's a room emergency. Come on through, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then RuPaul goes table to table, giving her constructive criticism. She convinces all of the girls not to do the idea they had already planned so that they will all have <laughs> terrible commercials. Wait. Yeah. And then she goes back to her cave and says, much better. <laughs> much better (laughs) she's got to stir the tea in that cauldron of hers you know it can't just go smoothly not during the top five okay i'm just trying to say justice for blue hydrangea because she probably had a really good like idea planned and then rue made her change it as part of the challenge in rupaul's drag race is just sticking with your gut and delivering what you feel deep down will be a good product or a performance so yeah it's kind of tough to watch sometimes definitely you know we had a couple of like moving moments with with uh, blue and then with cheryl hole but ultimately the point of this is for rupaul to get to davina de campo to stir up the tea between her and vivian again and i'm just like uh girl okay so this is reality television competition variety whatever this show is so there has to be some of that but my goodness rupaul is just great at this because now there's been enough seasons of drag race you can tell when the other girls are listening in on each other's answers they do their best job editing but you know everybody's basically got an ear over listening to what the hoes are saying so this was that moment for davina and oh she served it (laughs) yeah vivian was a little upset she was like bringing it up again but yeah. I'm like, well, ma'am, you started this. Like, now you get to keep hearing it. You know, make your yeah. bed now, lie in it. I would have yeah. done the same thing if I was Davina, to be honest. I mean, of course I would. Like, I'd lose my petty crown if I didn't. And, like, <laughs> Davina was probably, like, the best person, too, that Rue could, like, try to stir up drama with because. Like, Davina's like, oh, I'm in the spotlight now. <laughs> I know. All lights on me in the circus. <laughs> what is... What Whatever is that, that song goes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love the circus, Miss Spears. Britney um, Spears. What is it called? The comeback with Lisa Kudrow. I was just getting the comeback vibes. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Definitely. <laughs> it's like, Davina, you don't have to come back from anything. It's fine. Just snatch the wigs and move on. Right. So then Rue announces that Cheryl Cole will be the special guest. And Cheryl Hole is so <laughs> excited and has a minor aneurysm. <laughs> 
I mean, I would die if I were um, on Drag Race and Beyonce were a judge. I mean, I think that would never happen, but I yeah. would lose it. So I felt for Cheryl in this moment and was excited for her. Oh, yeah, definitely excited for her. So then the girls go to film their adverts and, you know, they kind of get to see the the background of it. Um, you get to see all of the footage that they didn't include in Blue's advert so that they could make hers look the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot cut from Blue's. Yes. And so then after that, Davina goes to do her call with Katya. We kind of talked about that already. So then Blue brings up the party life that comes with being a drag queen. And Cheryl discusses having to move away from London because she was drinking too much like every night. And then the Vivian tells us about how she was a drug addict for four years. And she wants to be like an inspiration for people to not get into that lifestyle. I appreciated that story because, um, well, less old listeners may know, I will go to the occasional DJ show here and there. I'm going to one next week, actually. Um, shout out to Justin Martin. He's probably Ooh. not listening to anything Drag Race related. <laughs> that's fine. But that's a big thing, those party drugs. And people, what happens is they'll go to these shows or they just go out and you almost begin to rely on that stuff. And next thing you know, it's four years later and you've got this tragic story or, you know, something you've had to overcome. Yeah. You're in a K-hole like Willem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I mean, this hasn't happened to me personally, but I've seen people in my life go through this. So I could relate to Vivian that way. Yeah, definitely. It, we got to see a more human side of the Vivian. Mm -hmm. So love her or hate her. Like, you can tell she really means well and that she wants to be a positive influence. Yeah, I, I appreciated that yeah. because we forget that Vivian is human. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you think, Stoney? She's human, right? For the most part. <laughs> Results are not confirmed. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk about the runway here. The category is Rainy Day Eleganza. Rainy Day Eleganza. Again, excited. Excited to see what comes down this runway. For sure. First, we have Davina DeCampo. What did you guys think of her look? That yellow jacket was hideous, and I was worried the first four minutes, four seconds, excuse me, <laughs> of that yeah. runway. I was like, okay, choreography, um, come through with that reveal. If there is one, please let yeah. there be one. <laughs> she was like, we all float down here. <laughs> yes, for real. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought it was fine like coming out like that. She was definitely like performing the in the runway and then just like obviously like she was going to take that shit off yeah. because it was so big. Like yeah, obvious that, reveal. Yeah. yeah. It was just super box boxy like no shape like okay girl there had better be a reveal or we have an issue. <laughs> yeah. Pretty simple design underneath on the dress like I think she put about 15 stones on it. Yeah, it wasn't like wow of like it definitely wasn't wow, but she basically like completed the challenge. Yes, there yeah. you go. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> Satisfactory. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about Cheryl Hole now. What did you guys think was her look on the runway a redemption from her previous looks? I was feeling this look. Um, like Graham mentioned, the panty could have been different or covered. I don't know what happened, but Cheryl did say that it was supposed to be longer, but I was still feeling the fantasy. Me too. Um, I didn't see a problem with the panties at all. 
It didn't bother me that much. I did really like her look. I thought it was really fun. I did kind of get like a little bit of Romy and Michelle vibes <gasps> from it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I clocked her wig as um, Lady Gaga's like power wig. Yeah. yeah. That's a, okay. Because I was going to go to the hair next. I appreciated the wig because it's supposed to be like wet and slick and powerful sass. And yes, very much that. Yeah. I really liked her look a lot. Like I was like, maybe she could stone the panties, but her like look was already so metallic and shiny that I don't think mm-hmm. that would have helped really. So I don't no. know. Yeah. I told Stoney that maybe um, she should have done the panty if she knew it was going to be showing the same color as that kind of metallic rose gold that was blended in. That would have been sickening. Yeah, definitely. All right. Let's move on to bag of chips. What did you <laughs> think of this mess? Trash under the sea. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> completely like i'm pretty sure this is what ariel threw out when she took her grandma's shit to goodwill yeah return that to the kmart that you got it from love oh i'm just so annoyed like come on baga you have to do more than of course i enjoyed the personality aspect but i was not feeling the runway and i immediately thought if this bitch is safe the fans will be on fire oh right it was just so bad like Honestly, like, I didn't get any type of, like, ring vibe thing. It was just, like, she put an umbrella upside down on her head and put a damn duck in it, like a yeah, rubber duck. Yeah. And then she, yeah. like, walked around the stage and just, like, did her, like, hand gestures. <laughs> yeah, like Liza Minnelli hand gestures, open her open mouth shocked look that she always does that we've talked about before. Her mammy titty shake. And I was confused. Rubber duckies are more seen in bathtubs. So like, what are we going for here? But I will say, I still like watching her walk down the road. <laughs> Even though she saw, like, she obviously did not do this challenge correctly and is was the worst person there. But it, I enjoyed watching her like walk down the runway. Sometimes I feel like Baga's just like kind of sad, but and she's just like going through the motions of life. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's like the vibe I get when even when she's doing her shtick like performances and runway walks. Like <laughs> I don't know if that's like too dark to talk about, but you know, that's what I get from it. We got a glimpse of that in the untucked, which we'll get to. So, you know, that very well could be it. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like this is a bad episode because I think she was just like, whatever, I'm over it. I just feel like she's more the type that's just like, go with the flow. Like she just does things as it comes and she doesn't really like try to like worry about shit. She's not the queen that's going to put too much thought and preparation into the look because she knows in the end she'll turn out what she needs to to get the job done. Exactly. Yeah, that's how it works. All right, let's move on to the Vivian this was a pretty magnificent look, I think. Yes, um, come through Rue with the Vivian Wetwood joke. I appreciated that. Um, yes. Loved this look. It was so good. Yeah, it was really good. It was very scary. Very conceptually sound. Yeah. Yeah, I liked the blue face. I think that she did a really good job of contouring with the blue, uh, even though she's, you know, coming for Miss Hydrangea's, you know, gig, but whatever, like... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I did not shade. clock that. Yeah, shade rattle. I definitely yeah. she had the most like creative pro- in the best look of the night just based off like the concept and stuff. I feel yeah. like Vivian in this look could probably call Storm for tea and they'd have a fabulous time. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. I would thought was the brown supposed to be like earth? 
I that's the only part that was a little bit confusing. Why she chose brown and the brown dress. It's supposed to kind of be a take on Mother Nature. So we see the the hat, which kind of gave me Oscar de la Renta vibes from the cloud dress. Y'all should look mm-hmm. that up if you have not seen it. Amazing Idiots. art. Look <laughs> <Yeah>. it up. <laughs> but um, I love the hat for that reason. And then the dripping jewels. That came off very well because it went almost the length of the gown. Had it been shorter, I don't think that would have read as well. So that water pouring into the earth is supposed to be the imagery and the concept there. Yeah, I could see that. I really liked her look a lot. And the transition from the blue makeup into the brown was like done really well too. Yeah, and the texture of the dress, very well done. Very much so. All right, so last but not least, we have Blue Hydrangea. Did you guys like her look? I thought it was cute. Yeah, I really I really liked it. She was probably like my second favorite, I think. Oh. I just think like, especially after watching it again, I was just like, paying attention to what she was doing i just felt like she performed the like runway really well Mm -hmm. and like had a lot of energy and i thought the makeup was the makeup was good so i don't know i liked it speaking of the makeup i was very annoyed with graham norton's comments about blue hydrangea because he was like well you know it's just what i would expect from blue hydrangea and I, you know, we're at this point in the competition, we're looking for something to stand out. And I'm like, do you see her face and how much more effort she went into that than like a lot of the other girls that walked down this runway tonight? Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself, Graham Norton. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. England. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the judges can be annoying that way because I felt the same. Le- uh, Lisa Frank was a reference in the judging and that's immediately what I thought with all those colors. And like Stoney was saying, the performance was spot on, just kind of splish splashing down the runway. I was into it. Yeah. And she definitely gets the quote of the night. Splish splash, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I love that. Do you ever wonder what it would be like just to like drop acid and look at her makeup? <laughs> just like, whoa, what's happening? <laughs> Let me call some friends and then maybe we can experience that for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get back to you. <laughs> TFC oh, does not condone drug use. Yeah, definitely not. We're not really going to try it just for clarification so it doesn't get taken out of con- uh, context. There not, we go. Not happening. Yeah, girl. <laughs> no collusion. <laughs> no, girl. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that's the end of the runway, and that's the end of the first half of this brew cap. So we are going to go ahead and take a quick little break here, and then when we come back, we will discuss all of the mediocre adverts with you. Much better. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second half of our Honest Tea Spill of the Week, where we are recapping the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. So to continue on, we are going to be talking to you about this week's bottled water adverts, starting with Davina DeCampo. 
Her concept is to recycle the plastic bottles that are being dumped into the sea for her own water bottle line. And I guess the way you get the salt out of the water is by drinking the salt water and then urinating it into a bottle, which was a bit weird. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's correct scientifically. Yeah, probably not. But um, Davina has one of those brains that you just kind of want to see what else is inside (laughs) and this is one of those moments where she got to kind of let it all out because the way the editing in the show took place you couldn't really tell what the hell was going on until we saw the commercial and in the end I thought that she did a better job kind of owning a single theme and a concept in the advert so I enjoyed it Miss Davina yeah I, I thought it was good I didn't think it was like anything outstanding either though like I kind of feel like the same way about her runway look like she completed the challenge and like had a funny like couple funny moments but it wasn't anything that was like oh my god right <laughs> yeah I'm 100% on board with Stony. I thought her advert was a little slow and um, I didn't think that her like special effects like really were like that stand out ish for me yeah, which is which is tough because I don't think that they're actually controlling what's on the green screen itself. But yeah, it was good. It wasn't like, wow, but I think she did better than the others. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, to move <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, whatever. Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To move on, uh, just briefly, Cheryl Hole got her moment to meet Cheryl Cole and it was so cute you could like really tell like she was excited but didn't want to be like the psycho fan oh yeah completely like (laughs) keeping it in good job cheryl (laughs) yeah she handled herself very well much better than i would be you know if i had met one of my like favorite artists yeah same i'd probably just pass out yeah for sure So moving back to her advert, her concept is that by drinking her water, you can gain the confidence to go out and slay the dance floor. What did you guys think? I thought that this wasn't bad. I thought it was maybe a pinch flat, not in a bad way before everyone gets on my case, but it just needed to go. (laughs) I don't know. It was just I needed a little more because, of course, Cheryl's going to look fabulous, but maybe just a pinch more storyline Because the judges even got on her about, okay, well, we're just drinking caffeinated water. So what else? So maybe some wet hair flips in there or something else to really show like it's I've drank this water and it's given me the dancing diva-ness that I need. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Yeah. I I mean, I basically kind of agree with the judges. Like it wasn't, I don't know. It just kind of was like boring to me. Like she did have energy in in the the energy was good yeah so the energy was good but i don't know it was just kind of boring to me yeah she could have fleshed it out and been like you know caffeinated water can help you do anything from working out to going out to the clubs and blah 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 and like you know something like that to make it a little bit more entertaining yeah and see maybe that's the moment we are missing like the vanity shot with you looking ashy in the mirror before you drink the water and now poof you're glamorous and fabulous and ready yeah i thought that it wasn't like you know super groundbreaking but to me it did seem like an advert like that i would expect to see on the telly so (laughs) i think that she did a really solid job good job cheryl good job All right, so moving on, we have Miss Bag of Chips. Her advert is about her water that tastes like fish and chips, but it saves you the calories so that you can be a hot, yummy mommy. Yeah, because you're <laughs> throwing up after you take a single sip. Yeah. Um, I don't know, girl. This is a bit strange idea. 
battered sausage. Like it just looked like cornflakes. The execution really wasn't there, but I kind of liked it in a way because because it's baga. because it's baga basically <laughs> because she's just like acting like a fool and like she's just like randomly burping at the end. <laughs> I mean, she she knows who she is, and she does it well. I don't know that, you know, earlier in the episode, um, Vivian was criticizing Cheryl for being too one-note, you know, the Essex girl. Yeah. But where is she at with giving her bestie Baga advice on being just, like, the same old Baga? That is. That's right. The same shit, different day. I don't know. I just thought it was all over the place. I did laugh. There are funny moments, of course. But conceptually and challenge-wise, I was just like, uh, no thanks. Was, no chippy tea for me. It, to me, it reminded me of, like, something that Alyssa Edwards would have done where it's just like, it's Alyssa Edwards and it's funny, but you're just like, what is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh, 100%. You know, remember when we got annoyed with Monique Hart trying to make brown cow stunning happen? Do you think that, like, Baga is relying too much on her much better, like, tagline? Uh, Maybe a little bit, but that's what happens on Drag Race. The queens know when they've got something that they're going to put on a t-shirt or sell, so they've got to keep it up. Yeah, she's not relying on it too much until the music video comes out. (laughs) Yeah, much better. That'll be out... um, Maybe around the finale oh, time. You, you, you know. know it's coming. Yeah, for sure. All right. So next we have Vivian. Her advert is for the older women who, if they will drink her water, <laughs> that it does include vaginal digestives, <laughs> they will become wet to please their man again. Yes, queen. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere Laganja Estranja <laughs> is telling someone that it's dry like your vagina. <laughs> I I enjoyed this one. It was funny to me mostly because after she dri- she drank the dripping drink, whatever it was called, um, she looked like I'm dripping, dripping. <laughs> Just she looked like Jennifer Coolidge to me. Oh yeah, a hundred percent like British Jennifer Coolidge, Stifler's yes, mom, evil stepmother, and the Hillary Duff um, version of Cinderella story. I love Jennifer Coolidge, by the way. So I was just completely gagging yeah not an insult not an insult i'm a huge fan so i was dying at this part yeah definitely i thought it was really funny it was it was really good um i think the one thing that i thought was a missed opportunity was her throwing the baby oh yeah like i felt like it cut off too short like she should have like threw it into like the cabinets or something like <laughs> or like made it more yeah. like dramatic you know instead like the baby yeah. just disappeared she's just putting the baby in the pantry while she goes for her water like maybe we should have heard like a crying noise when the baby hit the yeah. ground <laughs> i don't know i i like that she threw on a thicker scouse accent than she normally has i think that kind of like helped to play up the comedy a little bit oh yeah i agree vivian knows how to serve a character so this wasn't a bad job at all definitely not Um, I I was having a little trouble understanding her, like the beginning of her advert, because she was speaking so quickly with her thick accent. Very fast. But on the second watch, I was able to understand everything a little bit better. So I don't know. The first time I watched, I was like, what the hell is going on in here? (laughs) Yeah. Our American ears are like, well, hold on. Hold on. Let me rewind. Make sure I'm understanding my sis. Yeah, for sure. All right. So last but not least, we move on to Blue Hydrangea's advert, which is a water that helps you to, I guess, calm down and feel like yourself again. Yes. A water that basically just reminds you to be you and be the most sickening you you can be. Sickening. (laughs) Splish splash, bitch. (laughs) 
<laughs> did you guys think that her advert was like worthy to land her in the bottom two? It wasn't as strong as the others. I think that there was a lot cut out, but I almost think that she could have played with it a little more with props, the pit crew members, like had a little more fun with it. Cause I do think that she was having fun, but it's top five. The judges are looking like what you can bring to the production. So she just should have used her yeah. imagination a little harder, I think. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it was one of the ones on the bottom, but I also feel like there really isn't much like difference like between hers and like um, Cheryl's or um, mm-hmm. Bagas. Bag- yeah, well, Bagas is probably like was worse. I would I would say just because it was more just like a shit show, but yeah, because who wants to buy fish and chip flavored water? Like that's gross. Chippy, chippy tea. <laughs> yeah i mean i did think that the first part was a little bit slower like if she had like sped up the pacing of it a little bit i thought then like once it picked up in the second half like it would have made her add more solid Mm -hmm. you know one of the things that blue hydrangea is known for is like her face and her facial expressions and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so i think that's kind of what she was going for and maybe she could have used more props or the guys or something, but I I can see what she was going for. Yeah. And I did know that about blue, but the judges are, of course, they're going to find anything they can pick at, especially in the top five to kind of make sure you're elevating in the competition. Yeah, for sure. So then we do get to the untucked portion of the show. Cheryl is talking about her experience meeting Cheryl Cole. And now that it makes sense for her to talk and ex- <laughs> about her experience, all the other girls are shading her. <laughs> yeah. What did they say? Another group essay by Cheryl. <laughs> yeah. Rude. <laughs> Super rude. But the thing that I really want to talk about is bag of chips. And it seems like she has fully accepted that she is in the bottom and she hasn't prepared her song and it's really pissing off the Vivian. Yeah, this is where the Vivian says, you know, you're supposed to be the person I am competing against and you're just giving up. So I think Baga is checked out because this is for the first time in the competition. She's scared of, oh, this might be over. I think this is the the Shea Coulee Nina Bonina Brown moment of this season. Ooh, yes. Good reference. Yeah, where they're like good friends and, you know, Shay or in this case, the Vivian is like getting mad because she's like, what are you doing? Like, you're supposed to be like this tough bitch, like this really great competition. Like, why are you just giving Mm -hmm. up? And you have support. You have people in your corner. So why are you just throwing in the towel? Yeah. Right. 100%. I get where Bag is coming from because sometimes it's easier to just say, well, I'm going to self-sabotage before the sabotage happens and then at least it was by my hand so anything to make herself not feel as shitty as she was in that moment oh yeah because i mean she was like this is what i've been doing my whole life you Mm -hmm. know and that's kind of why i sort of picked up on like the sort of like underlying sadness i think that she's been giving off um i kind of gotten like little glimpses of it you know in the episodes leading up to this but more prominently in this episode Mm -hmm. little hints of um disappointment or having been disappointed by whoever whatever in the past yep yeah definitely so i'm interested to see if that becomes a storyline or if she will explain more about it in the next episode or not but that would interest me as someone that um doesn't always have the confidence all the time but sometimes (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) 
So we'll see where that goes. But uh, moving on, the Vivian does win the challenge. Do you think she should have won? Well-deserved. I think that um, her advert was good and that look just put the cherry on top. She snatched the queens on the runway. So this was a well-deserved win. Yep, definitely. I don't, I mean, I don't think any of the ads were like that great, but if you had to pick one, I guess the Vivian would win. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Vivian and Davina were top for me in the commercial. So I don't know. Davina was my <laughs> least favorite. I don't know. It's just me. Sorry. Not that she's not a good queen. I like Davina. No, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> personal preference. There you go. In, in advertisements. That's right. <laughs> um, so then that lands Cheryl Hole and Blue Hydrange in the bottom with a uh, bag of chips almost landing herself there. She managed to escape. Yeah, that was um interesting. Very interesting. And then... Let's see. Oh, honorable mention before we move on to the lip sync is that hug between Bag of Chips and Vivian in the back <laughs> after she saved. I yes, love that. That was so funny. <laughs> All that head headwear, headpiece drama in the way. Yeah. She can't get to the real drama. I was like, is Bag going to just keep trying? <laughs> or like... <laughs> <laughs> give me a hug girl i just need a hug okay we gotta complete the shot or else they can't cut away <laughs> um so then uh the uh the two girls lip sync it's cheryl hole and blue hydrangea and they will be lip syncing to the song call my name by cheryl cole hey work it out cheryl this is your moment especially since you shouldn't be lip syncing and immediately blue is like at a disadvantage because super fan cheryl hall right i mean she probably already knew this song like the back of her hand like they could have picked any cheryl cole song probably and and uh cheryl would have turned right. out 100 percent. so i thought it was funny like it's sort of like the the jake yance tweet that's like you know you're in the bottom and cheryl cole's the judge and you're dancing against cheryl hall like there's no chance for you to survive this no week. chance no <laughs> but yeah so I think this was a really good song to lip sync to. It was really entertaining. Both girls were. Um, I did like, uh, you know, I thought, especially at the very beginning, I think Blue Hydrangea started really strong in her lip sync. Um, and then by the end, her sort of like scary spice rainbow hair started to come down a little bit. <laughs> Blue was working it out. You can tell she was trying to give the energy and perform. So I appreciated those buns losing their life on the top of her head because at least the bitch was working. Yeah, we sort of got a death drop from Cheryl Hole. <laughs> I was wondering about that because she came up pretty high and came down. I was like, oh, don't pull a Shangela and like break your fucking femur or whatever happened over there when she broke her leg. I was a little worried. So the way yeah. she came out of it, I thought it was more like kind of injury prevention. So I wasn't sure <laughs> for her safety. Yeah. Is she going to jump from there? <laughs> <laughs> it was very much like Lady Gaga jumping into the Super Bowl halftime oh show. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord so then this week it upsets me to say that blue hydrangea has been eliminated gone <sighs> too soon i mean i get it we have to cut girls at this point but blue hydrangea has been my favorite the whole time as the record states <laughs> and <laughs> I'm very sad to not, to not see her on TV anymore. She's like my secret shady queen that I love to see. Now, you know for sure that once Drag Race UK All-Stars starts, Blue will be in the building without a doubt. She has to be. Oh, my God. 
I just want the UK girls to tour in America so bad. <laughs> oh, I feel like that will happen. We've got yeah. DragCon UK. You know the girls are coming to play. Please, if you're listening to this Blue Hydrangea, please come to Seattle. <laughs> come through Indianapolis. <laughs> we want to see you and give you all of our dollars. And our dollars are paper, so when we throw them at you, it won't <laughs> hurt. <laughs> Unless we have the Susan B. Anthony coin, then it will hurt. Girl, who's tipping in Susan B. Anthony coins? You're taking your grandma to the show? Oh, my gosh. Dear gosh. All right, you guys. So uh, that was this week's recap for you. I don't know. I don't really have the energy to talk about the Rigo Morris. I think you guys get it from the entire conversation. So all I will say is that Baga should have been in the bottom. And okay, sure, if you wanted to pull a double save this week, if Baga were in the bottom because you were afraid of losing Baga, I would have much rather seen that than Cheryl Hole having to lip sync because Baga deserved to be down there. But like Seth said, we can be here all day talking about that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's been pretty obvious, even from the beginning of the season, that the the top girls were going to be Davina, Baga, and the Vivian. Mm -hmm. They haven't really been making it a secret at all through their editing, you know? So... It would like Jamal said, it would be nice to have seen Baga get checked and be in the bottom. Maybe not have gone home, but it would be nice to see her in the bottom. Yeah, she needs a wake-up call. The problem is, I don't think they could not have rigged it. It would have been so obvious the rigging had Baga been in the bottom and somehow won the lip sync. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah. been like this was obviously rigged <laughs> for sure i mean they I know, know what they're doing which is why baga was safe so she better bring something yeah. next week or it's really flame on <laughs> for real and let us know too are we off base what did you guys think was there rigor morris tweet us let us know email us whatever you want to do yes please talk to us all right you guys let's get into our next segment which is some hot fresh trade Mm, i love fresh meats water (laughs) fresh meat water gross (laughs) hey we gotta stick on theme this week girl much better trade Mm, trade trade Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our sexiest segment in all of podcast history. You got it. We're talking about trade. Mm, My fave for real. Hey, trade. So who would like to talk about their hot trade this week? I guess I'll go first this week and get this over with. Yes. Get excited, though. He's very cute. So my trade this week is Leo on Instagram. I'm not going to butcher his last name. So check the show notes. Ooh, I like his glasses. Right? We've got some business trade here. He's like an entrepreneur. He's also involved with like public relations. I see the account The Office Gay follows him, which, you know, I follow that account. So. Clearly, there's a connection here, and he just looks like he's a good cuddler. Where do you think he's from? Is he like in uh, Spain, maybe? Oh, I no, think wait. Brazil. Brazil? Okay. I can see that. Yeah, Brazil. They're always from Brazil, but he just looks like um every day, just like he's working on the grind, but he's also very handsome and in shape and takes cool pictures. I don't know. Yeah. I yes. like him. So you should like him. And when the sun's out, the guns come out. So there are some good, good gun pictures. Yeah, delicioso. Yeah, I like this one, girl. Thanks. He's very friendly in the face, unlike some of your previous trade picks. 
<laughs> but he also has this little naughty moment. It's all in the eyes, like Tyra taught us. Yeah, he's like a <laughs> freak in the sheets and normal in the streets. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> Uh, a lady in the streets a freak in the sheets there we go we got there still got the punchline yes <laughs> everybody's a lady yes i'm a lady <laughs> <laughs> what about you stony who's your lady trade uh my trade this week is i went back to my roots and found somebody's boyfriend <laughs> <God. No. laughs> Call. just creating a chart here. Like Call the FBI. We need citizen protection yeah. services. I actually, I feel like I need to put together like some like collage of like, I don't know, like some spider web of all the trades because they're all connected somehow. I'm telling you, this is a thing on the L word. It was called the chart and they like connected everybody who slept with each other. Yeah, I'm going to get on that. Um, but anyway, <laughs> my trade this week is Ryan... Fleischer, I think. I don't know. Just look in the show notes. Um, <laughs> he's from New York City, and I believe he's dating like one of my favorite trades of all time. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. Wiko Me- Meva or something. Um, I don't remember the trade. show notes. <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, I remember him now. Penn State. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, the Penn State guy. So anyway. Good job, Seth. I remember. I don't know. I'm basically like, yeah, this guy is cute, but it's even better whenever he posts pictures with his boyfriend. <laughs> Ooh, double trouble. Oh, my God. The, I really this I oh, I like this one the one with all the flowers and he has a shirt that says proud on it in rainbow yeah that's a good one this is a really yeah. high quality one so if you guys are listening now go ahead and just scan below into the show notes and click his link and try and find this one it's like uh three four rows down middle picture currently <laughs> so look around <laughs> there and you'll find like the best picture ever Oh, yeah, that is a cool picture. Yeah, that's awesome. And also, yeah, follow um, his boyfriend, too, if you um, Hey, we that. go. Yeah, and you can be just like Stoney and have a restraining order, too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and you, too, can get a restraining order put against you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, for my trade, I think I have a really good one for you. Um, also, international trade, but we are Ooh. traveling to a different part of the world oh we are going all the way to italy oh yes oh my gosh so this week i have roman for you from milano i love that name i feel like that's not his real name but you know yolo yeah yolo for sure still sexy yes um, he's very cute Italian boy. He is a model, maybe. I'm not really sure if he is, but he posts pictures like he would be a model. And he has a boyfriend that's really cute. So maybe he'll be my trade next week. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, keeping it in the true stony form, yeah. creating that web. And- <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a page out of his book. <laughs> we can't call it a family tree. That'd be weird. Yeah, it's not quite like that. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think he's so cute, and yeah. he's got like a mischievous kind of innocence about him. He's like dangerous because he looks sweet, but he also could be like that bad boy fuckhead boyfriend. Yeah, for sure. And I like his pictures too because he does have some femme pictures. If you scroll down a little bit, if you get to the yes. red line. <laughs> 
very androgynous for sure. For I'm not sure. saying he's an asshole, but he has like a devil angel kind of vibe about him. Yeah. Well, you know, I like my boys mischievous. Mm, more fun. Yeah. Because I don't like, I need like a partner in crime because I'm mischievous myself. <laughs> so I need like, I need my, uh, my Clyde. <laughs> yeah when you combine with someone else your shade power should definitely multiply yeah i'm trying to improve my reach lately so we'll see <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's my trade his name's roman he's cute and italian so if you're into that you know feel free to click below on his link and subscribe to him tell him tfc pod sincha good round of trade gentlemen mm, i just love trade it was a good one this week Yeah, I feel like we did a really good job this week. I didn't feel threatened by any of our trade picks. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, an evil Disney prince every once in a while is just fine. Yes, girl. Uh, Speaking of Disney princes, did anybody watch Little Mermaid live? Because I heard that sucked. No, I can't watch those. I hate that stuff. I don't know. (laughs) I hope Halle Berry did a good job. I just listened to the, um, the tracks on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. That was the movie, not live. Just kidding. No, there was a live television one oh, recently. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. This is really confusing. I think I'm just going to end the podcast. <laughs> Everything's live action now. Yeah. Ooh. We're doing a live action podcast right now. Yeah. I was going to say, if you guys want to see TFC live, the musical, feel free to let ABC know. <laughs> yeah. We'll <laughs> sing our podcast instead of, I don't know, talking. Hello. Could you imagine? And oh my thanks gosh. for coming. <laughs> no, feel free to throw whatever you would like if Much that should happen. <laughs> <laughs> TMC on TV is much better. <laughs> Enter Beyonce dance break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, TMC, like, let's get in formation. Oh my gosh. People would be like, what's happening? This would be the most batshit crazy musical y'all ever seen. So really tell ABC. (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. All right, you guys. It's been a real fun week here. Thanks for coming the most magically gay podcast. We'll be back, of course, with you next week with more hijinks and hilarity. And until then, bye. Bye. bye.